pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, Agribition wraps up on Saturday with officials calling it one of the best shows ever. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy with 30% chance of flurries. Wind southeast 20, the high today minus 9. Wind chill near minus 20, the low minus 13, the wind chill near minus 22. Tomorrow mainly cloudy, 60% chance of flurries. Wind southeast 30, the high minus 3. Wind chill minus 21 in the morning, minus 10 in the afternoon, the low minus 5. Wednesday, snow, the high minus 1, the low minus 8. Thursday, partly cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, the high minus 5, the low minus 11. Friday, partly cloudy with a high minus 5, the low minus 9. Saturday, cloudy, the high minus 4, the low minus 9. Sunday, cloudy with a high of minus 7. The normal high is minus 5, the normal low minus 15. The sun rose at 8.30 this morning. It sets at 5.02 tonight. And around the province, we've got Estevan at minus 12, Saskatoon minus 7, Swift Current minus 5, Weyburn minus 10, Yorkton is minus 15. In Regina, with light snow, it's minus 11, that's 12 above Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 20. Humidity 92%, the barometer dropping 102.8. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 6, winds are from the southeast at 18. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. The Black Angus breed won the top two awards at the RBC Beef Supreme Challenge at Canadian Western Agribition on Saturday. The RBC Supreme Champion Bull went to Miller Wilson Angus of Alberta and Glen Gable. The Supreme Champion Female was shown by Blair's Ag Cattle Company of Lanigan. The Centus Farm of Raymore won the Pen of Ten Open Replacement Heifers, born in 2018. Also on the commercial cattle side, Wade and Justin Juristi of Kipling were Pen of Five Open Heifer runners-up to the champion, won by Kyle Westman of Vermilion, Alberta. Agribition wrapped up on the weekend in Regina. Officials are calling the show a major success. President Bruce Holmquist says the show had some major international sales to places like the UK, Australia and Mexico. He says attendance was excellent for the six-day show. I guess the best answer to what what attendance was like was some of the comments from the trade show people and uh, as you went through the week it, you know, it was, they just talked about how busy it was. It was busy and people and, and that's a great thing. Uh, they were very pleased with uh, the people that walked by their displays and I think in the, the cattle barns it was the same way. And you had over 10,000 school kids learning about agriculture. Yeah, record number of school kids uh, learning 
about food production, what we do and where their food comes from in a, in a credible way, uh, which is important. And uh, one of the important uh, things that they got to see was a calving simulator and it was a huge success and I guess when, I, when we talked about getting that uh, in place here and I signed off on on the purchase of it uh, I was kind of wondering if how good it would be but it's one of the things that uh, the students do talk about. Tell me about sales. How do you feel how sales went this week? Yeah, sales were, were uh, strong in, in my mind. The overall uh, gross will be down a little bit because there was less lots. Uh, in sales. There's, there's tons of, of uh, sales in every breed of cattle uh, throughout the, the fall and there seems to be more all the time so that takes away the availability of, of uh, cattle to go through the aggribition sale ring. Well, there was a uh, pole Hereford bull calf that uh, brought 37,000. There was a couple of shorthorn heifers that went to Argentina. Um, cattle, uh, definitely Speckle Park, uh, very popular in Australia. I've seen Canadian genetics working over there. Uh, some some uh, embryos of genetics went to Wales. Uh, U.S. was uh, was in the crowd buying as well as a country, and uh, yeah, it was it was successful. Sounds like you're pretty happy with the international flavor for this show. I guess over a thousand visitors from 70 countries? Yeah, you know, it, it, it stays at that pretty consistently, but uh, it, it isn't because we don't work at it, right? We, we do have outgoing missions and try target uh, one or two shows throughout the year as agribition focuses. There's still work that breed associations do in uh, the international marketplace, and, and every one of them is, is trying to get cattle to, or sorry, getting interested buyers for Canadian genetics, some come to Agribition, some come to other shows, but for the most part, Agribition is uh, their target location. Bruce, it's your last show, as you said. You're going through your second year of Agribition uh, presidency. What do you see as some of your key accomplishments? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess some of the things that I'm most proud of are, are bringing in our, our new management, uh, bringing Chris into place. and and uh, the ITC, the, the work behind the scenes and building off what uh, some of the other past presidents did. Uh, there was a lot of work that went into getting the funding for it and, and seeing it finally replace our, our uh, outdated structures that we had here. Uh, things like our, our new mentorship program, Pro Rodeo, getting it back into uh, Regina and uh, Continuing with a lot of the things that, that have been success, successful too, like the high school pro, uh, high school rodeo, and uh, seeing the, the beef industry uh, go through the challenges of, of mother nature and, and things like that, and, and still sustain what we have in place for uh, interest in coming to agribition, and and I hope that always stays. And I guess the last thing is uh, seeing agribition of. Uh, the brand being recognized as credible in a place where a handshake still means something. Bruce Holmquist is the president of Agribition, which wrapped up Saturday in Regina. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. Two major crop seminars are coming up shortly in Regina. Weyburn Regional Crop Specialist Cherry Roberts says a seminar on growing soybeans will be held in Regina on Wednesday. 
Saskatchewan producers have an opportunity to spend a whole day learning about soybeans on November 28th, and the meeting will actually be in Regina at the Wascana Country Club. And then if they also have another spot open on their calendar on December 6th, once again in Regina at the Wascana Country Club, there's going to be a corn summit. So they have a choice to come and learn some real interesting updates on two really evolving crops in the province of Saskatchewan. What are some of the key questions farmers are asking about growing soybeans and corn, which is relatively new to this part of the province? Well, one of the issues that we're going to address at our meeting on this Wednesday at the Wascana is going to be why all those green soybeans this year? And a lot of that was due to the weather conditions that we had, the the large amount of heat at the time that the soybean seed was actually developing in the pods. That's going to be one thing we're going to address. We're also bringing in a gentleman from uh, Ottawa, is going to from Soy Canada, and he's going to tell us the outlook, the market outlook, and and how uh, we're expanding our markets into other countries, and about how we're getting into more edible soybean varieties. So he's going to focus on that. Jeff Shano is going to come down from the University of Saskatchewan and talk about nutrient uptake and release from soybean residues in comparison to other pulse crops, which soybean does have some benefits that you won't see with some of the other crops. So with our need to expand our rotations now with some of those club root positive fields we have out there in the province, uh, soybeans is a good opportunity and you can learn more about it. We're having a fantastic fellow come in from PAMI, going to talk about combine losses and and a really neat air seeder study that Pammy's been doing on how the quality and how you set your air seeder can affect some of your soybean emergence and your seeding options. So he's going to speak to us. And of course, our good friends from Saskatchewan Crop Insurance are going to be in attendance. And we're going to talk about some insect issues. Fortunately, in Saskatchewan, we don't have too many showing up in soybeans yet, but we have some that people need to be aware of. And once again, our two experts on our programs, Ken Evans is going to speak on our program funding availabilities for farmers that are out there now under the new Canadian agricultural programs. And Judy Elias from the Canadian Grain Commission is going to talk about quality. Now, corn, on the other hand, you know, that we're going to talk about on December 6th, We've got some really outstanding people coming in, and we're going to do actually a couple of webinars with experts from the University of Minnesota who are just strictly corn guys, and producers will be able to ask different questions of them during the webinar if they want to, because unfortunately, the disease Goss's wilt was found in our corn up here in Saskatchewan this year, so we're going to enlighten producers about uh, what they need to be looking for and how rotation becomes such a big important issue with their corn crops because that's really how you can fend that disease off and if you do get it and do have it it can be devastating on your yields so even if you're doing a corn grazing type situation with corn you really need to be up and aware about that because there are some resistant varieties out there that you can be using and once again Pammy's going to come in and talk about their rotational study with corn. Bart Lardner is going to talk about whole plant corn and cow-calf systems so, you know, as everybody knows, Bart Lardner is, is a renowned individual from the University of Saskatchewan now that knows his stuff when it comes to cow, calf, and forage grazing and things like that with forage corn. So he'll be there. And we're going to have our speaker, like I said, from the University of Minnesota on managing corn for high yield. So if some of you producers out there really want to up your your yields and, and, and bring those costs of production down by, by increasing your yields on your corn, you, you come on by. We're going to talk about some water management issues if you're looking at doing some irrigation. And once again, insect and, and, and programs and Canadian Grain Commission will be on hand, too, to talk about corn. So it's going to be two fantastic days. It's Wascana Country Club. If one, if you would like to register in advance, which we'd prefer for our meal counts, you can go on to Eventbrite. And uh, it's $60 registration fee. 
And if you don't want to mess with the computer and register on Eventbrite, please at least call my office, 306-848-2856, and register with me so I can get the accurate meal counts, and then you can just pay your $60 at the door. And I sure hope farmers can come on out because it's going to be two fantastic, wonderful days. Jerry Roberts is the Regional Crop Specialist in Weyburn. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola dropped $2 at 435.32. Flax rose $4 at 492.25. Oats declined to dollar thirty at one hundred eighty dollars and twelve cents. Number one red spring wheat increased to dollar twenty nine at two hundred fifty dollars and fifty four cents. The rest were unchanged. Durham two ten sixty two, feed barley one eighty nine sixty three, yellow peas two forty two zero four, and feed wheat one eighty seven eighty. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat rose three and a half cents at five seventy seven and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Busy week here in Swift Current. The regular sale on Tuesday with 1,100 head of cattle. And we come back Thursday with 3,000 calves featuring the Shars. Saturday with 3,300 calves featuring Black and reds. Cow market average is 67 on every cow in the sale. Typey cows at 73 to 80, and that be whether they go to kill or whether they're just on the decent feeder kind kind of cows. We do see some older grandmas showing up, and they're considerably lower. The bull trade averages 85 on all the bulls in the sale. Into the calf market here on Saturday, uh, the 750 weight straight low to steers at $1.96. The 670 weights at 194 and a quarter to 198 and a quarter, right at 600 pounds, 199.50 to 206.50 for the Angus calves. Of course, the 10 calves were at 210 on the Thursday sale. Uh, the frosted eared calves at 653 of them bring 194 and a quarter on Saturday, and the bull cattle at 600 pounds at 173. 75. The 550 weight steers, 214 to 17. Uh, we did have a set of the Lamon Tang steers at 530, trade at 230 for their black calves. The 480 weights, 224, 75. Here's a set of black steers at 480. There's 73 of them at 243.50. And the 400 pounders, 249 and a half. 600 weight heifers, 173.75 to 177. Uh, we get into a couple breeding sets of heifers. The Caldwells from Elrose, 30 red, spring 182. And the Lamont Tangs from the Zoo, Saskatchewan at 88 black heifers, spring 183. The 550 weights at 178.75. The Fiddler Blacks, 180. Uh, the red sorted heifers, 181 and a quarter. The 480 weight heifers, the reds, 183.75. The blacks, 198. Right at 400 pounds, the black heifers, 203.75, the reds, 210.50. That's the way it is in cattle country, Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,800 hogs Friday, selling a range of 121 to 141 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,200 head, selling a range of 120 to 140 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Friday, November 23rd are... 
Maple Leaf Sig 5 133.16, Ham's Cash 131.66, Thunder Creek Brickle 135.72, and High Life $140.58 per CKG. Ham's Cash Hogs price today is down, and forward contract prices opened lower this morning. On Friday, the Canadian dollar is down 13 basis points with a daily exchange rate at 1.3228. Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.56 cents US. U.S. cash markets traded near steady to finish the holiday reduced production week, with U.S. slaughter pegged at 2.273 million hogs. The pork carcass cutout was able to hold its value for the last half of the week, which helped support packer bids. However, the record high pork production levels are expected to be maintained for another month, which could take cash values to their lowest level since early September. Lean hog futures opened lower this morning, taking back some of the gains that initially saw most of the 2019 contracts establish new highs last week. And the weather outlook for today, mainly cloudy, 30%. Chance of flurries, wind southeast 20, the high minus 9. Wind chill near minus 20, the low minus 13, the wind chill near minus 22. Tomorrow, mainly cloudy, 60%. Chance of flurries, wind southeast 30, the high minus 3. Wind chill minus 21 in the morning, minus 10 in the afternoon, the low minus 5 tomorrow. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Once again, Regina, light snow, minus 11, that's 12 Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.